Welcome to the Influent Podcast, developing leadership, building success, and influencing society. For more resources, visit us online at influent.life. All right, here we are back with Influent Live uh, this week, and we have an incredible lineup of super fun guests. So last week we got to know uh, Brevin Woodzak and uh, got <laughs> to hear his story about the, the cool conversion and the, the uh, Marines and, and awesome stuff. We're going to be talking about what it takes to be successful and as Christians pursuing success in, in mm-hmm. the marketplace and our careers, this kind of thing. And so also uh, joining us today, we have our wonderful, beautiful Kelly. Hello. And Jim, my partner in crime. Jim, he is actually my business partner for five years and, um, and, a, and a, just a, uh, a wealth of a paragon of wisdom <laughs> and, and uh, tweetisms. So, wow. <laughs> so, all right. So, we had a, such a fun time mm-hmm. with you last, last time. Me too. So, Kelly, just, just summarize his story for our oh, man. Those, that, those that missed it. Just the. <laughs> The only way to sum this guy up is epic, really. But he uh, was a Marine. He biked across America with no money, has now now become a successful real estate agent and investor. But he's full of great stories. And during his bike across America, he determined to read a book each week and get inside the minds of successful people who've changed history. So he's full of golden nuggets. So we wanted to take some time today to really dive in a little bit deeper about success and hear about some of the books that really impacted you. So why did you do that? Just just curious, what made you decide? Is this, you just want to be a world changer and thought, let me figure it out? Yes. Um, <laughs> well, well, I, I guess, I guess the same reason why anyone, I mean, we're, we're intrinsically wired to, to produce and to achieve and to move forward. Progress, I've, I've found in my own life that, that it's not really me accomplishing goals that makes me the happiest or, or reaching the destination, that it's making progress towards it. That's when I encounter uh, the most happiness. Actually, usually when I encounter, uh, when I finally reach the destination or the goal, I'm like, it's, it's not even quite as fun as I had imagined, but the journey. So, um, mm. so I caught the lesson on how important reading books is and how, um, how really key the, that ingredient is. I mean, is we, we have access, to, we have access to the greatest mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. of the sum of all the ages, really. Mm-hmm. In, in, you know, yes. And here it is at our fingertips for a matter yes. of a few dollars. You yeah. know, literally, I mean, thou, a thousand years ago, a, a you know, uh, 500 years ago, a book was a rarity. And, right. you know, I mean, only the elite could read books. And here we are at this, yeah. you know, you can learn anything you want to learn. And we don't even have to ride a bike across the country to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part I'm trying to figure out about this guy. Like, okay, I get why you read, I get why you read the books. <laughs> yeah, and, and the bicycle across America, it just happened to be, I, I did a whole year and just within that year, it happened to be a bicycle across America. And I read wow. many books during that time because, I mean, I was on a bike for eight hours a day, and I would just throw in the yeah. audio book, and uh, that's what I did for three months. So, awesome. but, but so it was a desire driven by this desire to be, to be great. Yes. Uh, to be great, to um, really, I, I, at this point in my life, is, you know, I'm, I'm 
into getting towards my later 20s and I'm realizing that I want to make an give impact. to the world yeah. I want to have I have things that I feel can be cultivated I know I have talents um, and I need to, to give those and yeah. you know you know so. you know Gemma you were just we're uh, talking uh, Wednesday yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, you know, time flies when you're talking to me. It <laughs> seems like a week ago. It was only yesterday. So, and you shared about greater. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Just take a second. And yeah. Well, I just I was thinking about. I come up with these little phrases, and like I think they're. I don't know whether they're titles to books or just like you used to call them tweetisms, but you know, do a study on greater. You know, because for one, I mean, as as Christians, you know, we say this and we say we believe this. I'm not sure how much we really do, but greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, yet we still think that that one is going to take over the world. But I won't go there. Uh, the other thing is that Jesus said, you know, he, he said to, he said about, about John the Baptist, he said, up till that point, there was no one ever born of a woman, that pretty much covers all of humanity, pretty good. that was greater than John the Baptist. So he was the, great, the greatest of all humans that have gone before, Joshua, Daniel, David, Noah, Mo, go down the line. And he said, John the Baptist, this guy, this transitional prophet, he was greater than all of them. And he goes, but I'm going to blow your minds. This is my new translation. I'm going to blow your minds now. That's like verily, verily. Mm. He who is least in the kingdom of God mm. is greater than he. Now, we can wrestle with what does that greater mean? I mean, we can get all pious and say, well, he also said that he was greatest as the servant of all. Totally true. I totally believe that. But we need to really, we really need to take ownership of if Jesus Christ said that we're greater, greater in capacity, greater in opportunity, I believe living on the greatest times on the planet, okay, we, we, we have to own that. And it, it sounds, so I do things like say, I look in the mirror and say, Jim, you are great. You're greater than these guys you read about in the Bible because Jesus said you are. Wow. So deal with it. That's a tough pill. Yeah, it, it is. It sounds so bizarre to say that. Yeah. I, it's easier for me to say to you guys that mm. you're great because, look, Jesus said so. But then I have to say, well, so are you, Jim. Yeah. And I, yeah. I had that conversation with a friend once, and I said, why is that mm. so hard to say? And he gave me a one-word profound answer. He goes, accountability. Because as soon as I realize mm. that I am who, who God says I am, and I say I believe that, yeah. He, he also said, greater works than these he will said, you do? Yeah, you'll do the works that Jesus mm. did, which was mostly touching individuals, going to the poor, the oppressed, preaching, beauty for ashes, all that. He goes, now when I launch this new race of people called least in the kingdom people, born again people, he goes, you're going to do those things. You're still going to do those. He goes, but you're even going to do greater works because I go to the Father. So there's a causal, there's a causal relationship between Jesus going to the Father, which is, of course, where he received his, his coronation as king. And his father said, sit down at my right hand, and now I'm going to make your enemies a footstool for your feet. So, so because he went there and released this new breed of humans called upgraded humans with God living Holy, on the inside, Holy Spirit greater inside. ones, mm. he said, now you're, yeah, you're going to do the greater works. So what would those be? Well, I believe if you read Isaiah 61... It give, Jesus clearly said the first part of that is these are the works I do. This is what I came to do. And then there's a transition and he goes, now the people that receive the works of Jesus, those, those oppressed that have become, those, those ashes that have become beauty, all those things, now it says they will be called the planting of the Lord, the oaks of righteousness, and they will rebuild the ancient ruins. They will reform, basically they will reform it's the earth. Being agents mm -hmm. of transformation. Be agents of transformation. Of See, Jesus didn't come to do that. He could have. He could wave, he could snap his fingers and it'd be done. 
But he said, no, that's not, that's not Father's program. He wants to raise up sons and daughters as this royal priesthood, this, these special treasures, and raise them up to be like him and learning to reign and rule in all of life. And I think those are the greater works. I think changing yeah. cities and changing governments is the greater work. So as, as Brevin said, we're, we've all got this built in. Yeah. Right? This yeah. Desire. I believe yeah. we, all, we all do, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Have this desire to, to, to be great. It's been covered over. And, and to do greater works. <laughs> yeah. And to make an impact, right? Yeah. We're here on the planet. We're ready. You know, you know Christianity has been so focused yeah. on getting, getting the heaven you know, yeah. you know, and being your, humble. your citizenship <laughs> yeah. in heaven and being humble, mm-hmm. you know, so, but yeah. we've got that. And we right? need to be humble. I, there's yeah. not a question. Yeah. I, I'm, it's settled where I'm going, you know. I was talking yeah. to Brevin a little bit before this and said, so, you know, it's kind of like if you, if you picture the, the spiritual life, like analogous to human life, it's like, okay, we concentrate spiritually, we concentrate on making babies spiritually. That means getting people saved. Absolutely. We should do that. Right. Without people, there's no, there's no people. So, and then we concentrate on what happens at the end of their life when they die. Spiritually, that's how we focus. We focus on evangelism and where are you going to spend eternity. So what about the middle? <laughs> the great. Like, what about how do we live on, on, on the Man. planet? And, and that's, you know, that's... Let's, let's rock it out. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. go do everything, play every card we've been given, and maximize everything we've been given. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll tell you, d- during this time and still now... Even now, um, it's not like I was reading these books, figuring out how to be good. I mean, a lot of it, it was like a crucifixion point in my life where I'm reading men and I'm being humbled. I mean, that's really wow. what was happening. I was, I was called forth by their greatness. In, wow. That's stepping so into true. this realm where I'm that's what being greatness, crucified. That's what observing greatness does. Yeah. Yes. When you observe the greatness of someone mm. else, Jesus, it humbles you. Yeah, and so the, so, one book we discussed, the as a man thinketh. He in that book he likens the mind now, to a garden, where it's like wh- whether you cultivate it intelligently and produce good fruit, or you let it run wild, and and and, and let weeds hmm. you know spread, it will produce. And so, that wow. portion was was m- the garden of my mind was being ripped and torn so you, and cultivated. You I mean, after your, many, gar- your garden needed some work, a <laughs> lot of work. I mean, many points during that year in my life, I, I I called people and said, "I'm so sorry." You know, what I mean, just a very humbling wow. portion, very cultivating. So the point of that of book, life. as yeah. a man thinketh, so he is. It's quoting Jesus. I mean, yes, yes. Uh, so what's the what was the point he was making in that book, and what's the lesson that you? you got from that. So the, the biggest takeaway, it's like my favorite quote, um, the biggest ta- takeaway I took from it is he, he pretty much says, and I'll sum up the entire book, but he says, you will create your life with your mind. As you think it, so you are. You are the sum of your thoughts. The thing, whatever makes a man a man is his mind. Everything else you can find in a pig, right? <laughs> so he said, um, until you begin to understand that and take authority in that area, then um, you're going to just be splashed wow. by the waves. Yeah. I mean, and so, so my favorite quote was, was, he says, a man does not begin to become a man until he ceases to whine and revile and instead seeks out the hidden justice that regulates his life and uses that instead of fighting against it, uses it as 
to make every circumstance an aid to his more rapid progress. So good, bad, ugly, awesome, you know, you lost hard. Me. Break break that down a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah, okay. So he wants to thinketh this. Yeah, so. thinketh, That's thinketh deep, but it's been a long day. <laughs> uh, um, My brain don't think it's so good yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> basically, basically, he's saying, hey, you don't you don't move from boyhood to manhood until you understand that there's a hidden justice that regulates your what life. What does that mean? So, cause and effect. So I take got this, it, I take it, this, it, and I drop it. it on the ground. Gravity, you know, it's the cause and effect. Right. And he says, we understand this in the physical realm. And the cause and effect of your words and your thoughts. What are you planning? Yes, what the are you thoughts. Planning? He says, he mm-hmm. says, it's just as apparent in your thoughts. It's just people don't notice it. What you think mm-hmm. has an effect. Mm-hmm. And, um, that is so true. It's our paradigms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so. our paradigms. And and I mean, Paul Paul said, regulate your thinking. He said, whatever is of noble repute, think yeah. about these things. Right, meditate on on these things. You know. Yes. So he told us to regulate our thinking and to regulate our speech. Yeah. Right. And to have yeah. power so, over it. And our and our path to transformation is the renewing of the mind. I mean, that's this is all scriptural based, whether that writer knows it or not. But, you know be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so I was thinking about like, well, what's the, what's the alternative to that? And because the law of entropy says that everything moves to a state of chaos and decay, there is no neutral. It's not like, well, if I don't renew my mind, then I can at least just stay the same. No, actually not. If your mind isn't being renewed, you're actually in decay. Yes. All right, mentally and, and the output of your Reducing life. the weeds. Yeah, you're, it's weeds. weeds. It's really easy to get weeds to grow. You notice that? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Just do nothing and they basically... <laughs> absolutely, but it will yeah. produce. It will yeah. produce. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, we have, we have <clears throat> an enemy who is warring against us, right? <clears throat> and I've often said, I believe the enemy has the right to first voice in your life. <clears throat> you know what I mean? You think about <clears throat> every challenge. You think about... You know, every challenge that yeah, happens, well, it's like the yeah. first thing that comes is like, oh, you know, why did God do that? You know, yeah, or, yeah. or you're, it's, you're, you know, you're guilty, you know, or something. Yeah. It's the first voice. The enemy has the right almost to, to just sow his little, little garbage arrow in there, mm. right? right? And it's, and it's up to us what we do with it. It's a seed, right? It's like the, the Lord sows seed in your brain, right? And the enemy so see the question is what do you do with it? It's your yeah. garden, right? It's your it's garden. garden. You what do you do with it? Out. So you've got yeah. to take authority over right. this. That's it. Why don't you hit on pain versus agony? <laughs> pain, yeah, well, pain, pain. Yeah. You so, know, wait before you ahead. do that. Second mm-hmm. Corinthians ten. Mm. The weapons of our warfare mm. are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses and the removal of everything that what. Opposes God, lifts itself lifts up itself against up the again. knowledge of God, taking what every, every thought, thought every what captive, every thought. You feel that? Wow, that's good, man. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. Okay, sorry, yeah. just had to. That's good. Just had to bring it. Home. I'm gonna give Mom a trophy. Here. See, he <laughs> had to bring see, it home. he thinketh. Kaboom! <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's it's so important what we do. Honestly, and I look at the entitlement mentality. I look at the unbelief and the worry that people have. I look at the accusing spirit that some of the people carry. The Christians, and I'm thinking. You're not. You're not taking care of home base. Mm-hmm. You're not taking care of the garden, man. Yeah. You know. So yeah. anyhow, good point. All right. Excellent. Sorry. That's good. Great. No, that's good. Let's get back to pain and agony. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all related. I mean, that, that's why you brought it up because we discussed this earlier. But, but I mean, it all. It, <laughs> 
just piggybacking off of the control we have in our mind, we're the gardeners of our mind, mm -hmm. and where we focus, where focus goes, energy flows. So, um, Ooh. So, mm -hmm. so I was telling her, the differentiation <laughs> between pain and misery, pain is the physiological response that your body has to a stimulus. However, misery is oh, the meaning boy. that you attach yeah. to it's that It's the pain. choice. Whoa! Yes. So, uh, it's how you interpret it. Choose. Oh, it's a choice. Man. Wow. Uh, you, you have to choose to be miserable. And wow. sometimes it's just, uh, I get it. Sometimes you're in situations where it's so much to bear. But um, I would say most people that are miserable, I, I look at them and while I have empathy, I say, man, you're choosing this whether you know it or not. Subconsciously wow. you've chosen That's good. this. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, so you can wow. hurt me or mom, and mom or dad can hurt me. But it's my choice whether I'm going to walk the planet as a hurt person. This is so interesting. I, I can I can receive pain and not. It's real, but I don't have to be. Choose a, your interpretation. A, yeah. I just yeah. read this book called The Happiness Advantage, and he said there was a study done, and and I I, I don't remember the study exactly, but he said basically they tell the story. So bank yeah. robber walks into a crowded bank. You are in the in the bank. He points the gun. He shoots, and the bullet hits you and goes you know grazes you. Right. Are you lucky or unlucky? There it is. And 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 the and the difference in the people. So some people, of course, were and so your first your first reaction is that you are you lucky or are you unlucky? And and so your uh -huh. this 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 actually defines your frame of mm. thinking. Yes. Mm -hmm. So so a lot of people say, oh, I can't believe I was the guy in the bank. How come I was in the bank? Why do bad things always happen wow. to me? Miserable. And Miserable. another guy says, I can't believe it missed. Mm -hmm. yeah. It just won. Grazed me. It just grazed me. me. Literally. I'm the most blessed man over. I'm dead. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. <laughs> and so, but, but literally, and then he goes on and shows the study of the different people. The, the, the way they responded that determines their level of success in life. It, that was just, just one little test, one Absolutely. little litmus test. Which are we going to pay attention to, right? Yeah. And and this is you know the hopeful view of life that God is good right. in every aspect of life all the time. This is our mentality that mm. we're to have. We're to be the. That's it. Yes. Yes. We're command. You are not allowed to whine or yeah. complain <laughs> ever. You are to give thanks. Period. Like that's like it's, it's black and white in the Bible. It's not up yeah. to the interpretation. Yeah. That's so, so true. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, this earlier this year that it's interesting. I, I, I don't know the, the the chapter and verse, the reference, but I know I know the scripture very well, and that is uh, it's in Thessalonians. Give me that. <laughs> so, but it's it, and I thought about like, what if I could just like focus on this one and not 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 do extensive Bible studies, just take this one and actually really believe it, and really live it. Okay, you ready for this? And I'll challenge anybody listening to this. If you just if you, if you put away your all your books and just did this one thing all year. What would our lives look like? What would our planet look like? And here it is. Rejoice always, pray unceasingly, <laughs> and in everything give thanks. By the oh, way, people want to know what the will of God is for your life. The end of it is, for this is the will of God oh. for you in Christ Jesus. Wow. I mean, yeah. honestly, if we really smoked Ooh. that <laughs> all year, <laughs> smoke that we would be flying high by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And really, really, that became, you know, so in everything. And, and you know, okay. God would not tell us to rejoice. He wouldn't tell us to rejoice even in tribulation if that wasn't possible. And we weren't given the resource to do it. 
He would not do that. But because we don't really believe there's a disconnect between that resource and, and the need, so we, it becomes this thing that we can quote, but it never really, it never really impacts, it never gets in my garden and gets down in the soil and germinates and produces that life. Yeah. But if it ever, when it does, because we're doing this, when it does, we, we will change ourselves, we'll change our families, we'll change the planet. Because yeah. people that are thankful about everything and rejoicing always and continual communication with God, pray unceasingly, how can that kind of a plant not flourish in this life? That's yeah. it. And how can that kind of plant not shine the light? Oh, I mean, here's the oh, thing. Man. Okay, look, if That's how, many, how many yeah. people in your world are depressed, right, in your workplace, your, you know, your, your, your school or whatever, right, they're depressed, and they're grumpy, things are going bad, right? Girlfriend, boyfriend issues, mom or dad issues, you know, and they're, they're depressed. And what if you're not? Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Because your garden has been tended. Yeah. yeah. What if you're not? Well, it's otherworldly, mm -hmm. right? It's otherworldly. It, it testifies of, an, of another kingdom and another king, right? Yes. And this is, I just believe it's, it's, it's not that hard to shine the light. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not that hard to be an incredible beacon of Jesus all day long every day. Yeah. It's just not we that are. hard. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to be Bible preachers everywhere we go, mm. you know. And if you do that, that's awesome, you know. You know, Some people get away with that. Some people can't. Mm -hmm. Some people are good at it. Yeah. Some people are not comfortable with that. And it, it, all, it all is fine. Mm. But, man, it's just if we started to, to get our paradigms and become. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it become it's the, the greatest yeah. you don't you don't get what you want you get what you are <laughs> that's right that's yeah. right so you know? so for evangelism we we you know we have all the programs and we should no, nothing wrong with them but it's like how about this one so uh be always ready I'll, I'll just put it in colloquial i won't quote the scripture always be ready to give an excuse for how stinking happy and hopeful you always are <laughs> to everyone who asks mm -hmm. right okay how many times <laughs> Have I been asked this week? Why like, are you, dude? You are that? you're either you're either like on drugs, because I watch <laughs> your life and whatever happens to you, you have this steady state of joy and hope and peace. And, wow! And could you please explain to me how you get that? that again, it says it in the Bible, right? So that ought to be happening to us routinely. People should be asking us, give a defense for the hope that's in you, because I need some right now. We should be. We got to be the most hope filled hope magnets walking through this planet and I, I'm not speaking as one who's there but I see this thing I'm yeah. getting a hold it's yeah. getting a hold of me I, yeah. I was gonna say I'm getting it's getting a hold of me and it's like wow and I think that's the key is that mm -hmm. thankfulness component is you know wait a second I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on that I just got grazed yes. he missed you missed me by that much you know? <laughs> yes. to quote Maxwell smart that great <laughs> theologian so anyway <laughs> yeah it's this powerful stuff mm -hmm. You want to talk to us about uh, 10,000 hours? That was an interesting concept from... Yeah, uh, yeah just a, another thing. There's so many nuggets. Uh, but um, the many books salute the 10,000-hour rule. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell is probably probably the most with outliers. That's great. But um, the, he makes a very compelling argument that to be world-class at something... Mm. Um, to, to really cultivate and develop a gift to where you are having massive impact on the world, it takes 10,000 hours. Uh, 10,000 hours. And so then I think they break it down like four, four hours a day, five days a week, 
for 10 years. Wow. Um, um, and not just doing something for four hours, but intentionally working to become better in that area. Um, so, so I thought that was really cool. I, I love at IHOP, when I first got to IHOP and, they, and I saw the prayer room, um, I had read outliers like recent, very wow. recent when I got here. You're talking and about I the said, Pancake House, or I'm sorry, International House yeah, of Prayer. Yeah, so this I is mean, this is the local prayer ministry we prayer have. Ministry, mm-hmm. yeah. International House of Prayer in Kansas City. For those of you who may not know. Yeah, so the International House of Prayer when I got here, and they had the 24-hour worship where they would worship for 24 hours a day, and I said, "This is so." I just saw immediately outliers came to mind, and that these musicians are are playing sets for you know right. oh once a week well, you know five days a week for okay, so, four hours so, so what do anyways. you what do you say to the christian that looks at you aghast and says you're going to give 10,000 hours to real estate <laughs> as a christian <laughs> how do you do that and love god <laughs> <laughs> well I guess I, I would try to understand why they said that fully before I... <laughs> before you decked them? <laughs> well, I, I mean, no, no offense. It wouldn't offend me at all. I would try to understand their mentality uh, and why they asked me that. But I would assume if someone asked me that is because they would feel as though that is a waste of my time and, and not, it's not the as will holy. of God for my life. Um, and that may be true. Uh, I, I, but, but what I believe is... This is my calling, and um, for me not to be excellent at mm-hmm. what I feel my calling is, that's the waste. Now, let me say an important point that must be discussed, and, I, and we hit on it somewhat, is is I am not to focus on things of the world as my end goals. That just leads to disaster. Seek first the kingdom. Right. Uh, I just had a conversation about this with a good friend of mine, but um, if if really all roads can lead to lead to Jesus, if <laughs> you choose them to, and not all roads, but your calling, but you can not, choose it's it. Not, it's not either or. Yeah, it's mm. not either or. Right? What do you mean either or? Why? Well, so okay, Colossians three twenty two through twenty four. Whatever, whatever you do, you do. Yeah. whatever you do, work that's with it. all of your heart yes. as working for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes, guys, come on. Mm-hmm. So you're doing ten thousand hours of real estate. That's you're doing it for the Lord as unto Jesus. How can you be a mediocre, you know, anything sucky <laughs> real estate guy? Is that glorify God? Right. You to be the worst guy on the planet that that doesn't care about what he does. Is that shine? Does that anybody want oh, to yeah, follow no that way. guy? Yeah. Who do your clients going to love that guy? No. Whatever yeah. you do, work with yeah. all of your heart. I'm sorry. It is not different than serving God. It is not different than. I, serving I think. God. I think part of the problem with yeah. that, Bob, is what we've done with the word ministry. You know, we're, we're the, the the fivefold gifts are given to the equip the saints, which is all of us, for the work of the ministry. And, you know, it's like, look up the definition of the word ministry sometime. It, it, it won't say church. It won't say anything about ecclesiastical. So we adopted, as you know, a couple girls from Russia. And when we were over there, we had to meet with the minister, the ministry of education, the ministry of health. There's a ministry of finance. Let's get a clue here. The word doesn't mean, the word means the service that you render unto the one who sent you. 
Wow. You happen to be serving in the ministry of housing. People need to live somewhere. Yes. Okay. So you know, I mean, we got to. I think a large part of the body of Christ is, is, is awakening to this. There's been a lot of talk of kingdom mindset versus church mindset, and, but we're still just in the talking stages. Yeah. I mean, guys it's like integrated. Brevin are saying, okay, how do I, because there's not a lot of equipping stations for this. So I'm going to go read books. And frankly, most of the books you have to read are written by secular authors because as a church, we've been out of the game of life. We, again, we've been focused on getting them born and where they retire mm-hmm. to. But guess what? There's a whole lot of life that needs to be lived. So how do we equip the saints that are in real estate to be the very best, most excellent, and, and not the ones that are just calculating commissions, but like, you know, this is well, the home as that's as right to for the you. Lord, you can't be that. That's right. You you can't, be, I'm you taking care of people. Greed. I'm going to be yeah. on my game. Yeah. I'm going to serve them. Real estate is my ministry. It is, absolutely. I've, re- I've referred yeah. to it as yeah. that. And it that's how I feel. Is. It is my You're ministry. dealing it's with an issue that's one of the biggest decisions people will make, affecting their finances, affecting their very, you know, where they're placed on the planet, where they're going to live. And, you know, it, it's it's huge. And so I, I just, I'm telling you, I believe this is coming with all my heart. There's going to be equipping centers, and I don't even like to call them that because it's really the church, and don't think building on the corner. But there's going to be purposeful equipping starting when people are at a very young age, you know, identifying what the prophetic calling in their heart is and beginning to draw that out as they're being matured and discipled in their home life, learning how to live with siblings and mom and dad and authority figures. And by the time they reach, you know, puberty and beyond, they're already being equipped very, I mean, be equipped to be the world changers. Yes. I mean, you know, the interior climate has to be dealt with with all the pastoral stuff. But I mean, when do we start equipping people to be the very best in real estate, the very best in the medical field, the very best, all the seven mountains, all the way across the board, yeah. and it's just not a short-term we have, we play. We have no excuse for doing less. That's right. We have no excuse for doing less. I'm he sorry. He deserves. We that. have the Holy Spirit, yeah. right? We've been given yeah. all things pertaining to life and godliness. All things. We've got this. Wait, great I thought that said middle. we've been given all things pertaining to church and godliness. Yeah. No, oh, it says yeah. life. Yeah, and wow. it's this great middle, right? From the from. Yeah, we're born again. Yeah, we're going to heaven. What about the great metal, yeah. right? Mm. Anyhow, we are we are out of time. Oh. You Ooh, guys are hot. man. Oh gosh, <laughs> let's just let's just keep doing this. <laughs> let's do this. Anyhow, so great to have you join us for Influent Live uh, today, and we will see you next week. And we've got some awesome things coming. God bless. Take care. <laughs>